Thank you for downloading the Grove City Vineyard Sermon Podcast. Enjoy today's message. Hey, Paul. 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 Hey, oh, Timothy. Hey. How you doing, man? What's going on, man? It's good to see you. Good to see you, too, man. Yeah. Thanks for meeting up with me. Yeah, no problem, man. Appreciate it. Good to see you, too. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah? It's going well. Yeah, family's doing well. Wife's actually in grad school now, so that's... A new challenge for us, but yeah. the little boys are doing well. Little yeah. Ezekiel, little Elliot, they're both... Ezekiel both, and Elliot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, wouldn't have picked you for a Cowboys fan, actually. Well, but, yeah, yeah, you know, but it's more of a Buckeyes thing, but yeah. Oh, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 but, but they're doing well. Firm's going well. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. busy season, so cool. cool. it's going well. Sounds good, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, I appreciate you meeting with me. I think it's going to work out. I'm really excited about this Paul Timothy thing. And yeah, thanks, yeah. man. I really yeah. appreciate you meeting up with me. Yeah, sure. So, uh, hey, let's jump right into it. So, uh, how's your walk with the Lord going? It's a good question. I, you know, I would say it's, it's going okay. Yeah. It's going okay. I, yeah. I feel like i got a lot of faith in my life right now. I love the vineyard. It's been really good right. setting down roots there. And right. so... But uh, to be honest, my walk with the Lord right now, it's not, it's not super close yeah, in terms of... Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Hebrews Coffee. We'll put a smile on your face and your coffees. My name is Sticks. Can I take your order? Sticks. Nice. Yeah, you know, I just want a black, big, tall black. One black? Yeah, yeah. Come on your way, man. Bring it, right? Yeah. And can I do a caramel macchiato, please no whip? Yeah. Be right back. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's just finding that time to spend with Jesus. Life is just—it's busy right now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got a lot going on, and so yeah. I—it's—it's I, it's been a struggle to be. You honest. know, you're in that—you're in that busy time in your life. No. And, you know, your kids. You, got, you say that Genevieve is in grad school. Yeah, she is. Okay, yeah. And uh, that's just a tough—that's a busy time. Good job yeah. and everything. Yeah. So why don't you just maybe lay out what like a normal day like is for you, and we can. Sure. Sure, it's a busy day. It's a yeah. busy day. I'm not really a morning guy, so okay. I kind of wake up just in time to get to work. All right. Hop in the shower, I grab a toaster strudel, and I'm out. Right. And then I'm working all day till 5, 6 p.m., 6.30 sometimes. I come home, grab a, grab a quick bite to eat, and then I'm wrestling around with Ezekiel yeah. and Elliot. And <laughs> right. Just, you know, they're fast. Yeah. They're fast. And <laughs> they so just, it would be. Yeah, yeah. Living up to their their nap every time, right? right? Yeah, right. Right, and and so by the time we get them down about eight o'clock, then then my wife and I, you know, we get a little bit of time to hang out. We have a couple shows we like to watch, and she usually heads to bed about nine thirty or ten. But then that's kind of that's kind of me time at that point. So about ten o'clock on, that's that's kind of when I get you know my only time of the day. What what time do you normally go to bed? Probably, you know, 12, 1. Oh, okay. I, I mean, oh, it's okay. just kind of one of those things, you know, the later you stay up, the harder it is yeah, to yeah, get motivated yeah. to go to bed. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. That's the only yeah. time of the day I got. Yeah. So. so you got like a two-hour time slot there that you're calling you time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Sir, here is your coffee black. Thank, oh, thank you. And your Ralph Macchio. There you go. Enjoy your coffee. Thanks, Dick. Appreciate it. Hold on one second. Hey, hey, bruh, bruh, come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, I, I said no whip. I, I said no whip. Can, yeah, I, I need you to do something about that. Like, like, I, I need you to do something about that right now. Like, I, I have a dairy allergy, bro. I, I don't. All right, one moment, sir. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah
There you go. All right, then. Uh, I was, uh, hey, bro, I got to tell you, that was a little harsh, you know, with him. I mean, it's just foam. I, I know, man. I know. It's just, oh, I get so wrong. It's like you have one job, you know? I, I, I just, uh, okay, but think about it this way, man. I mean, we're, we're supposed to be like walking Jesuses, you know? And yeah. like, yeah, we're know. sometimes we're the only thing Jesus people see. And I know you read your Bible. You get to that Galatians 5 part where it says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be the heavy, but that was harsh, man. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so we're back to the, the, you got a couple hours every night that's yours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the time, you know, my wife doesn't like to watch this, all the shows that I like to watch. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, I, I got to check Instagram. I got to sure, so. check Twitter. I got to check Facebook. I got a couple games I play on my phone. And so okay. th- that's kind of my time, right? Yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. I'm sure you read the stuff about how much time we spend on uh, screen time anymore. Yeah. It's like off the chart. Yeah. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna challenge you with this. Let, and this week, why don't you know when that ten o'clock time comes? Ten o'clock. Why don't you set up an appointment, like from ten to ten thirty? Okay. Set it up like an appointment. So it's like, it, it's not an idea, but it's an appointment with God. Okay. And in that in that half hour time slot, just just enter into that time slot and whatever helps you find life with the Lord. Whether it's reading the Bible or, or turn on some worship music or or something like that, and you know, definitely spend some time in prayer, just from your heart to his, but set it up, because if you had an appointment with somebody, you wouldn't just blow it off because you didn't feel like going, no. right, 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 um, so just, just set it up, set it up that way. Yeah, no, no that's helpful, because, I mean, I mean, usually, I, I like to make these big grandiose statements, right, right where I'm going yeah. to spend four hours a day right, with right, the Lord, right, right. and it just doesn't happen, yeah. so, I mean, that kind of window, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, then, it's yeah. workable. Yeah, give it a try. So, uh, how's your ministry playing out? Ministry, I mean, I think it's going pretty well right now. I actually got involved in the welcome team at the church, okay. and so that, that's going really well because okay. I, am, I am an extrovert, and so okay. yeah. there, there are, there, there's like extroverts, and then there's extroverts, like high E, like I yeah. just love right. people, so you know, right. I'm not one of those bookish types that just no. locks myself away in a room. Right, I, right. I, I just, I, I need to be around people, and so yeah. that, that gives me a chance where it's like, Fish and water. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's excellent because, I mean, you know what it's like to I mean, imagine going to a new church. Yeah. And whether you're a believer or not a believer, you're like walking in, you don't know what's going to happen next. And so to meet somebody like you yeah. at the door that's just yeah. so naturally welcoming yeah. and, you know, extroverted that way, mm. that's fantastic. That's a good ministry for you. Um, also, you know, want to encourage you in this way. Like, so whatever you're good at at church like that, uh-huh. try to, like, transport out into your world. So whether you're at work or whatever, you know, if you're a naturally relational person, uh, just build those relationships with people because God will open up doors. You don't have to force it, but God will open up doors okay. for you to, for you to, uh, you know, continue that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, yeah. fellas. Here's your check. All right. Take as long as you want. All right. All right. Um, Thanks, man. I do want that pin back. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. hey, hey, man, I'm sorry, dude. I, I didn't need to go off on you like that. So yeah. I apologize, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Sticks. Take care, Sticks. Yeah, yeah. So just like whatever, however the Lord's using you in one place, just transport it out like into the world and other places too. Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so how are we going to be praying for each other this week? Yeah, I think the big one for me is just trying to find that space to connect with the Lord. I mean, that's just been a barrier. So I I just, I really want to stick this through, do that half hour a day. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah. How, How can I be praying for you? 
Hey, you know, uh, I'm in a cool time in my life, you know? I mean, uh, the kids are grown and everything, and so I just have sort of this time and resources that we didn't have when we were younger, and I really just want to serve Jesus as hard now. I don't want to slow down as hard now mm -hmm. as ever, so that you can, you can be praying for that. Yeah, cool. definitely pray All right. for that. Hey, let me get this, all right? I'll get this. Yeah. Uh, Sure. And, Appreciate uh, it, man. And oh, also, there's something. Oh, I wanted to show you this. So, okay. So when I, whenever I do like uh, pay a check at a restaurant, yeah, I don't. I pay the check, of course, but I don't leave a money tip. See this track? It says the best tip ever, and it tells them about uh, knowing Jesus as their savior because really, people, it's not money that people need, right? It's Jesus that they need. And so rather than leave the money tip, I just leave this best tip ever track right there. Something free thing, Bob. Yeah. Hey, hey, Paul. Can can I be honest with you for a second? Sure. Yeah. People hate that. P people. <laughs> people hate that. That that's yeah. like. I, I mean, uh, if you if you want to leave the track, you, you can't. But you should really leave money as well. That that's a really bad look. When yeah yeah no I know I know I know it's cute and it's but like people hate that, and, and so I'll leave the tip if you want me to. But but. No, I, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we really need to leave it to Okay. There. And a good one. Too. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so why don't we pray? Yeah, let's pray. Cheers. Cheers. Sticks, okay. come on, take a bow, Sticks. Really? <laughs> Who knows? He's probably down at Starbucks or something on his... Working his other job. <laughs> Morning, church. Morning. We just wanted to continue on in this surge series that we've been in and give you just a little demonstration, if you will, about what a Paul-Timothy meeting might be like. Because in this whole surge, if you're new here, the Lord put the word surge on, on my heart and it's just been embraced by the staff and elders and leaders here and so many of you that... This is a time when the Lord is really just launching us into a new season, into a fresh time, and we're just seeing uh, a lot of cool stuff happen in the Lord here. And part of that uh, surge is to provide uh, the opportunity for those of us who have been walking with the Lord for a longer period of time to come into intentional relationship with some who haven't been walking uh, such a long period of time. And We've just been looking at the Paul and Timothy example in the Bible as such an incredible example of Paul uh, speaking into the life of T Timothy and Timothy then bringing back, you know, ministry as a result. And so we're calling that the Paul-Timothy template or Paul-Timothy uh, relationship. And we're encouraging uh, Paul's and Timothy's, you know, men uh, meeting with men or women meeting with women, Paul-Timothy we're encouraging these things to happen, and we've been praying for them to happen, that God would just cause them to happen. And uh, we've been pretty excited, actually, to hear about some of them that have been forming sovereignly. You know, some of you have just found each other, and that is, that is such an incredible 
Incredible encouragement. We provided for you on a card a format for your meetings, which this is as complicated as it is. This isn't really a format as it is kind of a confidence thing that if I got together with a, a Paul or a Timothy, what would we do? Would we just sit in? And so this is four questions that we just went through. You know, how's, how's it going? How are you doing? Uh, is your first question. How's your walk with Jesus? How's your ministry playing out? So you can talk about that stuff. And then fourth, how are we praying for each other? And so it's really that simple. If you haven't received one of these cards, we have them in the basket on the welcome booth on the way out. Be sure to pick one up because you can use these uh, just in, in such a variety of, of settings. Now, in doing what we just did here with this surely award-winning vignette, uh, yeah. <laughs> written as a collaborative effort by the three of us, can you imagine? Um, Ezekiel Alan Elliott. Oh my gosh, that's just good. Um, we were trying to convey uh, certain, certain truths that we want to share with you now. And if you have your outline, you could follow along. The first one is that the Paul-Timothy relationship is really meant to be, is meant to be uh, personal, uncomplicated, and spirit-led. And if you look in your Bibles, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, go ahead and turn there if you if you have your Bible with you or dial it up on your device hub or you're going there. 1 Timothy chapter 1. And uh, if you look how it begins in verse 1, Paul says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the command of God our Savior and of Christ Jesus our hope. And then in verse 2 he says, to, to Timothy, my true son in the faith. And I just love the message that that conveys. Paul says, Timothy, you're my true son in the faith. This is a relationship. This isn't just like a teacher-student kind of thing that is really mechanical, but he was, he was his true son in the faith. And there's a beautiful simplicity to the Paul and Timothy relationship. What you saw here is an example of what really anybody could do, is come together and mo move through a, a, a kind of a rhythm like that. It was very relational. I cared about him. I cared about his kids, and he cared about me being a jerk and stuff. And, you know, we cared. We cared about each other. Uh, it was definitely uh, spirit-led uh, as we just sort of seized the opportunity when he was being rude to the, to the server. That was my opportunity as a Paul just to gently say, hey, that's not cool. That's harsh. And, and it's really just very organic kind of relationship, and the circumstances really call for what it is that you do. So what I'm saying is, Phil, you can go off, off the map. You can go off the card. But this card is just meant to serve as a, a confidence for you, so you'll have the confidence to, to do this, okay? <laughs> but listen to the spirit and just be led by natural opportunities. The second thing is I, I wanted to mention that as we think about these uh, Paul-Timothy relationships, I think that in most cases, there might be some exceptions, but in most cases... Paul, the Paul person, will tend to be the initiator. They're the one who will tend to, you know, push for, hey, when are we getting together? And because, because typically the Timothy is in that busy phase of life where one more thing to do is just about one more thing than they can do. And so if you're the Paul in the relationship, please consider strongly taking on the responsibility for saying, hey, let's get together uh, if you look at Acts chapter uh, 16, I, I love the way the relationship between Paul and Timothy really began. And you can see so much intention on Paul's part. 
It says uh, in verse 1, there was a disciple there named Timothy whose mother was a Jewish and a believer and his father was a Greek. And the brothers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him to Paul. And it said Paul wanted to take him along on the journey. So Paul, you know, Paul's, it's, it's really on us to overcome that sort of hesitation and, and, and take the initiative for these for these meetings to happen. Also to check in between meetings. I mean, texting is fantastic in that regard, right? Hey, how you doing? What am I praying about? I mean, I get texts from this guy all the time that his boss is a jerk, you know, and he's like, pray for me, you know, stuff like that. And, and so I pray for him in that, in that regard. And then, do uh, you think they got that? I think they Okay, did. okay. And then also the third thing I want to say and the last thing is that uh, when possible, Paul and Timothy should try to do ministry together. So Paul, it's not just about the meeting, but uh, if, you, if you keep reading on here in verse 4 in Acts 16, as they tra- I love this, as they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. That was a big thing about the Council of Jerusalem. And then verse 5, so the churches were strengthened in, in the faith and grew daily in numbers. And so the, there, there was a real example here of Paul and Timothy not just speaking into each other's life with words, but going out and, and doing ministry together. And the purpose of that is not for the Paul to say, you must carry on my ministry, because you know the, the, the chances of two people coming together and that their gifting and their calling are identical is very small. So it's not about a Paul showing a Timothy, you know, here's, here are the mechanics of a ministry, but it's more about the character of the ministry. And the character, you know, like this is the way we do ministry. So I, I love to go to the free store, and when I do it, I, I, I love just to be out with the people, you know, and, and, and just sitting down and talking with them. And that, I know this man is an extreme extrovert, so he'd probably be fine with that. No. But... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, even if that's not the ministry he saw for himself, just traveling along with the Paul and just kind of seeing the nature in which the conversations happen or, or, or something along those lines. So, so Paul's and Timothy's try to go out and do stuff together, come and do stuff together uh, so that you can, you can share that character. That's about all I got to say about that, bro. Yeah, thanks. Well, I, I wanted to share a few points uh, for the Timothy's in particular and I'm not talented enough to share while I'm sitting down, so I'm going to stand here. I'm still like the same height as you. It's okay. This is why prayer is helpful. (laughs) This is good. I I like this. I like this dynamic. Works. Yeah, it's like having your boss give you feedback on the job as you, you know. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna go for it. So a few points. Number, number one, you know, the more honest we are as Timothys, the more helpful our meetings are going to be. You know, because I, I'm aware, just based on my own life, that it, it is possible for me to meet with someone and on the surface to just look really genuine or to sound really genuine or even to sound really vulnerable when, when the reality is I'm not, I'm not touching on anything of real consequence. And so if, if, if these meetings with your Paul or your Paulina, is, is, if they're going to be effective, then, then it requires some real honesty. Of the, this is what I struggle with. If I'm going to self-destruct, it's probably going to happen by doing A, B, or C. All of us have our, our preferred self-destructive tendencies, right? 
And not only do you need to, to share what these are as you, you grow in trust in this relationship, but you need to give permission to your Paul to ask you uh, about these struggles in your life, to, to bring them up and say, how are you doing? So if you struggle with isolating yourself when you're depressed, they need to be able to ask you, hey, hey how's that doing? Are, are you isolating yourself from community, from your family? If they know that you have this hot and cold relationship with the Lord where you're on fire for, for six months and then for three months you, you know, you're barely going to church, they need to be able to ask you, how is it going? Are, are you consistent? If you've got struggles with a parent or with a, a child, they need to be able to speak into that area of your life as well. And so th- this is only going to work if you're willing to be honest, which, granted, takes time and, and that rapport and that trust has to be built. But when I, I look at the relationships in my life that have been really transformative, whether they've been with peers or whether they've been with, with a, a Paul. They've always been relationships in which I've been willing to be really honest about where I'm actually at and, and relationships in which I've given permission to, to the other person to, to ask regularly about how I'm doing in those areas. All right? Secondly, here's my second point, Timothy's. You're, you're not trying to imitate your Paul. You're trying to imitate the Jesus that you see in them. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 says this. It says, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to follow God's example. You know, that if you're trying to replicate the life of your Paul, you're just placing yourself under a weight that you were never meant to, to be under. You know, because invariably, as Pastor Tom already shared, you're going to find that your, your skill set, your gifting, your calling is going to be different than your, your Paul's. And so you're not trying to imitate them. You're trying to imitate the Jesus that you see in them. Any, anyone who knows me, anyone who knows Pastor Tom uh, fairly well knows that, that we're, we're pretty different. You, you know, I, I mean, I'm never going to be the guy probably who's out in the the parking lot with the microphone, you know, greeting people as they walk in. Like, that's just not me. I'm never going to be working on tractors in, in my spare time. It's just not, it's not probably going to happen. So, but I don't have to live with that weight. I don't have to live with that constant question of, well, am I like Pastor Tom? No, I can, I can look at him and I can see the fruit of the Spirit in his life. I can see the obedience in his life. I can see how he handles suffering. I, I can see his faithfulness to the Lord. And as I, I look at these examples, I, I can allow these examples to influence me as I pursue Jesus in my own walk, as I pursue him in my own callings. And so... Yeah, you're not trying to replicate or be your Paul. You're just using them as, a, as an example, as a pointer to Jesus. And then my last point uh, before we transition is this. And it's again to the Timothys. And it's that you have something to bring to your Paul. Yeah. You have something to bring to your Paul. We understand that, that the dynamic of the relationship suggests that your Paul is going to be speaking more into your life than vice versa, that you're going to be on the receiving end more often than not as a Timothy. But because this is a relationship, because you are doing life together, there are still going to be opportunities for you to speak encouragement and affirmation and blessing or, or maybe even at times you know, correction with love into your Paul's life because we all have blind spots, right? Because none of us have this figured out. You know, I, I love 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1. This is Paul writing to Timothy, and he says, Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as he, as 
if he were your father. And, and when Paul says this to Timothy, he's assuming that there are going to be times when Timothy has to rebuke an older man. He, he says, hey, when you have to rebuke an older man, do not rebuke an older man harshly. There's a, a reality that, that there are going to be times where you're going to have to speak into the life of, of your Paul, and they're, they're going to, to, to receive it well because we're all trying to figure out how to, to follow Jesus. And, and so if you are a Timothy, you're not signing up for a counseling session where you're going to sit on a couch and talk about yourself for an hour. That This is a, a mutual relationship where both parties can be speaking into the life of other. Amen? Amen. 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 Thanks. Well done. Well, you know, we really are happy that uh, these uh, Paul and Timothy relationships are, are, uh, are developing. And as we've said from the beginning, we don't want to over-organize it to make it like a program because it so has so much more natural, supernatural life to it that we want to just keep praying and seeing Holy Spirit just bring these things together. But we also realize as uh, we talked this week, prayed this week, that you know, at the core of this, will you be my Paul, will you be my Timothy, that's a pretty intimidating moment, isn't it? And so at the core of it, we get that, that that's, uh, that's, that's tough. So what we'd like to do for our ministry time is offer something a little bit different today. And uh, in just a moment, uh, Christian and I are going to go out into the lobby. And any of you who are, feel like, I, I, I'm a Paul looking for a Timothy, I'm a Timothy looking for a Paul, or I just want to kind of come out into that room and, and get prayer about the whole thing, just come on out with us. Pastor Chase is going to continue to lead ministry in here. So for those of you guys who are here, you'll stay in here and worship. And in a moment, we'll have the prayer ministry people come up so that you can. So it'll be just like life as usual, anticipating Holy Spirit to come in here and answer prayers and move in people's lives. So for those of you who don't feel like you want to go out into the lobby, would you just please remain and, and do that? But for those of you, again, who uh, just would like some help with this, you're like, I, you're like, I think I'm ready, I just need some help with this, come on out into the lobby and we're going to just spend 10 minutes with you and kind of see where we are, okay? All right, Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for these dear people. I thank you for, Father, the, my brothers here as we just endeavored to bring this message with some kind of clarity, creative clarity. I pray, O oh Lord, that clearly what was heard is that Paul's and Timothy's just must find one another. We just must, Lord. We just need this, Lord. We just need for those of us who have been walking longer to be with those who are newer at it, Father. We just need for you to fulfill the picture that you painted in the New Testament of Paul and Timothy. We just long for that, Lord. And we need that, Lord. And so we invite you now in these last 10 or 15 minutes of time together today that you would move in this place, that you would move in our lives, that you would answer our prayers, that you would heal our sick, that you'd save our lost, that you would counsel our troubled, Lord, and that you would come and feed our hungry. And Father, and in every way, that you would just cause people to have the courage who are ready to take this next step to move into the lobby with us, God. Holy Spirit, come, we pray. In the name of Jesus, amen. Church, I'd love it if we could stand together and we could have some prayer ministry people. Come on up here, that'd be magnificent. <laughs>